You're listening to Alabama Tradition with Ryan Fowler and Martin Houston on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Brought to you by Red Oak Credit Union. With two convenient locations, Veterans Memorial Parkway across from University Mall and our Northport location on McFarland Boulevard across from Dixie Automotive. Now, here's Town Square Media Tuscaloosa's News Director, Don Hartley. Good evening, I'm Don Hartley with 2021 Tuscaloosa Municipal Election Coverage brought to you by Red Oak Credit Union, a full-service credit union. Polls remain open until 7 o'clock tonight in seven locations across Tuscaloosa as voters elect a mayor, city council, and board of education. So if you've not cast your ballot yet, you still have time on the way home to stop by the polling place in your district. In District 1, it's the TDOT building on 28th Avenue. In District 2, the McDonald Hughes Center. In District 3, it's the Church of the Highlands. In District 4, Calvary Baptist Annex. District 5, it's out Alberta Baptist. District 6, at the Belk Activity Center. And East McFarland Baptist is hosting District 7 balloting. Political science professor Gibbs Knotts believes Thomas Jefferson was correct when he stated, local elections are the most important because they have a direct impact on you and your family. From your your property taxes to how the criminal justice system operates uh, to uh, all kind of local issues that really affect our day-to-day. Stay tuned. When the polls close at 7, we'll have the complete returns right here and on TuscaloosaThread.com. I'm Don Hartley with continuing Tuscaloosa Municipal Election coverage brought to you by Red Oak Credit Union on Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Red Oak Credit Union is proud to sponsor Tuscaloosa City election coverage. At Red Oak Credit Union, we are locally owned and operated. Our credit officers are here to help you with your borrowing needs. Come see us at Red Oak Credit Union to learn about how we can save you you big money on your loans with our loan recapture program. At Red Oak Credit Union, we have two convenient locations to serve your needs. Veterans Memorial Parkway across from University Mall and our Northport location, McFarland Boulevard across from Dixie Automotive. Don't wait for an out-of-town local officer to approve your loan. Let Red Oak Credit Union handle all of your needs from car loans to home mortgages and business banking needs. If you mention hearing this message, you can become a free member at Red Oak Credit Union. To learn more about your local credit union, check us out at redoakcu.com. That's RedOakCU.com. Red Oak Credit Union is dedicated local people serving customers in Tuscaloosa and Northport. Remember to mention this message and become a free member today. That's Red Oak Credit Union, located in Tuscaloosa and Northport, ready to serve you. 17 national championships, 27 SEC titles, 131 first-team All-Americans, 70 postseason appearances, 39 postseason victories. This is Alabama football. And this is Alabama tradition with Martin Houston and Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. here for probably the opening 12 minutes and that's it because it's not going to be uh, decided to a little bit later but uh, as we roll on Alabama's up on Auburn 5-2. to two. We're uh, monitoring that. Uh, no Martin Houston uh, tonight. He's running for mayor uh, the city of Tuscaloosa and you still got about 56 uh, minutes if you want to go out and uh, cast your, your vote. Uh, a lot of important elections uh, side of things uh, 
And when you talk about the city council and uh, many different things there, if you want to go out and uh, uh, vote, you still got the opportunity to do that. Uh, I got breaking news uh, right here. Okay. Are you ready for this? I don't think you're ready. Okay. Nick Saban has elected. Yeah, I hope we elect a kick ass. That's right. Uh, so maybe he, maybe he, Saban's vote is in. Uh, so I guess he, he elects to, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, hopefully we're going to kick some butt here in a couple of minutes. So, uh, uh, the Auburn Tigers. So we're taking predictions. It's going to quick Dave. Uh, Chris Landry's not with me. He'll be back with me next week. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I kind of want Martin to be back cause I'm selfish, but, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I guess there's always, I miss him. I miss him. I mean, but there's a chance that, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. Does mayors do talk radio shows? I mean, I'm just kind of curious. Okay. All right, quick, Dave. Go, and you're in the game. Hey, Brian. I mean, Ryan, how's everything going? Oh, I have no complaints, man. Life is good. It's beautiful, uh, whether it's regardless of outside. I mean, I'm, I enjoy life, man. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. You always have a good show, and you having one today, and they keep on saying, what was your greatest interview? And I'm saying, you have had a lot of good interviews. And people forget that, you know, Walker Lewis last week. That was oh, a great wow. that was a great one. Golly. And, uh. you know, do you remember when you done Howard Snellenberger? Sure, sure. I remember <laughs> when Howard cussed on the air and said blank, 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 blank. And I went, oh, yeah, it wasn't just blank, blank. It was it was big blanks. Oh, yeah. That's not cussing on no, the air. No, no, no. I'm not talking about blanks. I'm not, I'm, I mean, it was it was bigger blanks. It was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, do you remember when he was telling you in the interview that they had put chairs on the field and – They'd call out a question, you know, like, oh, what would you do in a situation like that? Now, you do remember that, don't you? I don't know if I remember that, but I remember having Harry Gilmer and Vaughn Mancha on the show. Uh, I mean, I'm just going back of lifetime interviews. Uh, those were, I mean, oh, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I kid you not, I had Vaughn Mancha and Harry Gilmer. Uh, two oh, guys man, that, if you had Harry Gilmer, I didn't catch that. Now, yeah. you had Joe Theismann, yeah. you had... Uh, Name at the Bunch, we've had Name at the Bunch, uh... I mean, you could write. I mean, you probably had fifty good interviews if you take a pen and paper and just go back and just write them down. And I'm saying, man, you you need to write the book soon. Wow, I mean, that, that may be a good idea. Archives from Fowler, Fowler there Archives. You go. Yeah, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, can... I believe it'd be a good seller, at yeah. least around here. I mean, would you buy it if if I wrote a book? Well, look, I didn't say, I didn't say, uh, no, it ain't crazy, Joe. Uh, who's, uh, who's the guy who wrote a book and his name's Joe? It calls in a lot. Uh, oh, Super Joe. Super Joe. Super Joe. I, yeah. I knew it wasn't crazy. Uh, now, Auburn Super fans Joe just text me. And, yeah, Auburn fans just text me and said, put a couple of coloring pages in for us. I said, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got that covered. I'll, I'll put a couple of coloring pages. War Eagle. Man, man, do you think I, they can read? James, quit that, man. So, yeah, quit that. Get get out of here, James. Uh, let Stephanie run the show. James, go go take a lap around the building. He keeps playing that War oh, Eagle stuff. No! Uh, all right, sorry, quick, Dave. I'm trying to get James into control over here. Sorry. Speaking of Stephanie, now you got some competition, still competition there between six and nine. You got James, Brian, Joe, and Stephanie, and the other lady. Listen to them if you hadn't, because they do a pretty good show, uh, show themselves. They do. They do. Yep. All right. So, but, so talk to me. Well, I tell you what. Uh, Alabama, Auburn, the Iron Bowl. I'm going to go 86, Bama, okay. Auburn, 81, and I'm going to go 31% uh, three-point man. You said 31, Dave? Yeah, 31. All right, 86, 81. Thank you, Quick Dave. Appreciate you, man. Yeah.
Right back to you. Let's go to Theo, and then we'll go to Paul and Lincoln. Theo, you're in the game. Theo. Hello. How are you, man? Okay. Theo. Yeah, good to talk to you, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you say that the uh, same referees were coaches, were uh, referees at all? They are. Oh, wow. That's, that might be a low-scoring game. Well, maybe they could pay us back for all the miscalls. <laughs> or, uh, well, not miscalls, but too many calls uh, at Arkansas. Yeah. It was it was uh it was really bad. Hey Theo, uh, are are you the guy that uh, on on Twitter that I talked to? No. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm the I'm the guy from Northport. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I got you. I, I got, got I got the boy in Eagles wing. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, it's Theo. Yeah. Theo. I got you. I got you. I got you, Theo. Got it. All right. All right. Well, talk to me, man. What's on your mind? Well, uh, I'd like to see us. Uh, you know, get past the uh, if we're number two or number one as a seed. I'd like to see us get past the first game, but I don't know if we can by the way we've been playing. I got what you. you say? Well, it's um, I, I'm I'm not trying to be selfish, man. I just want to see us a uh, um, you know, part of the conversation. Uh, yeah. It's good to be a part of the conversation. We've made that sure. we're part of the conversation. Uh, but while we're there, why don't we do some, you know, hanging around a little bit? You know what I mean? I mean, let's let's go, let's yeah. go, uh, let, let's go do some special things. And, well, they they're learning to play defense, and they're having to. And, but you know, it seems like uh, our threes are not hitting that much, so it's going to be a tough. Well, I mean, but but I mean, t- tonight's a night to get fired up. We're up. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we've doubled up Auburn right now. It's eight four, eight four. Uh, yeah. So let let's fi- and and that's what you got to do. I mean, you got to get hot. I mean, we had. Jerry Palm on earlier, Jerry uh, said that, uh, listen, Alabama is a team. If they get hot, they could be a Final Four team. That's, That's his right. words. That's an expert, not me. Yeah, well, I, I agree. If we shoot like we did against LSU and, and Arkansas, sure. Yeah. So, the first game. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And we just uh, laid it out there with a three. So we're up 11-4 right now on the Tigers. Yep. You, you got to give yep. me a prediction. I, I've only got a couple of minutes here. Yeah, let me do that. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll say uh, 95 85. I'll say. 95 85 and three point percentage? Uh, 33. 33. Got it. Theo, thank you, man. Uh, buddy. Talk to you later. Hey, absolutely. And, uh, you know, for those out there that support Eagle Wings, it's a great charity. And uh, they do a lot of uh, great work with our special needs community uh, here, Eagle Wings. So uh, appreciate you, you know, him bringing that up. And uh, they do some great stuff. Paul and Lincoln? You're next up, and you may even be our final guy here. We may try to squeeze in one more uh, because we've got to replay our Dabo interview. Paul, I hope all is well. Going good, Ryan. How about yourself, man? Life is good, man. Life is good. Yes, it is. Good. Hey, very good interview with Bill Curry yesterday, by the way. And see, that's one that uh, I, I heard uh, heard Bill Curry, you know, in, in previous conversations, he's he's been a little bit uh, tricky, but – Yesterday, he kind of opened up and he had a lot of regret. I'm not sure if you heard him talking. You know, uh, I guess you do spend oh, yeah. a lot of time reflecting. And I do wonder sometimes uh, if things would have been different here in Tuscaloosa if he would have had more success. Because it wasn't trouble winning games. It was beating Auburn. Yeah, I was, I, I was going to say, he, he just couldn't beat Auburn. He, he beat Penn State three times. He beat Tennessee three times. Uh, he lost some games that were surprising, like Memphis State. Uh, in Memphis, uh, but uh, he just he just could not beat uh, Auburn. That that '89 team he had was was really a 
an explosive uh, explosive team. And Homer Smith is the offensive coordinator, and Gary Hollingsworth is, at the quarterback position. Uh, that that offense was for that time was was elite. But uh, yeah, he just couldn't uh, he just couldn't beat Auburn, man. Uh, and that uh, that in the end that was uh, that was his downfall, uh, uh, pretty much. But uh, you know, you know, uh, Ryan, that uh, that that could have been Bobby Bowden's job. You know, wow. wow. Now now you're bringing some history. Well, you know, Bobby Bowden thought he was going to he was playing in the All American Bowl in Birmingham, and. He didn't even travel back to Tallahassee with the team. He went right from the bowl game afterwards and went to Tuscaloosa. He thought that he was going to be offered the job. And uh, lo and behold, he walks in, and and there's several people in the room, um, and they're, they're, they're wanting to interview him. And he wouldn't interview. He wouldn't interview. He, he, he thought – and listen, he had reached a level where – in a level of success that he didn't need to interview. Right. I mean – he said before Alabama would have been his dream job. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Bobby Bowden uh, or Nick Saban following Bobby Bowden or Gene Stallings? Could you imagine the level of success? Glory, hallelujah! I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking, wow. I um, mean, it would have been. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it didn't happen, and it didn't happen for a reason. But it would have been unbelievable what Bobby Bowden could have done. At Alabama, starting with the 1987 season, you know, it, it just there's no telling what he could have done at Alabama. But uh, hey, it didn't happen. But uh, listen, I'll go ahead and give you my score. Maybe you well, can get somebody else on. Well, and I might be able but, to squeeze in one more, and then we're going to get Dabo's interview in here and uh, just kind of replay it and reminisce about uh, some of the topics of conversation. I mean, when he when he stopped and said that he compared to this previous team, Alabama's national championship team. To that '92 team, uh, mm-hmm. that's what caught me, atten- you know, my attention. And I uh, said yeah. the closeness of that team and the personality and the way that those team chemistry. Because uh, I'm telling you, '92 team, I didn't cover that team, but judging as an outsider, I don't know if you can get much closer than that team. Yeah, they were they were uh, they were a close knit group, that's for sure. Uh, and it was a it was a legendary team, maybe not offensively. Certainly, they were defensive. That's for sure. Alabama's but, up uh, on Auburn, fifteen to eight. Uh, that all right, we're gonna we're gonna go. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna let it rip tonight. We're gonna go Bama. I'm gonna go Bama ninety four, Auburn eighty one. Okay. And let's go. Uh, I'm gonna go thirty four percent. Thirty four percent. Paul, thank you as always for being a part of our show, and I appreciate uh, your calls. Enjoy it, Ryan. Roll Tide. Thank you, Paul and Lincoln. We're going to end with Juleen. Juleen, good afternoon. You're in the game. And a huge, 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 huge roll tide to you, my brother. And a huge, 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 huge roll tide to you, my sister. I did my civic duty today. I am so proud of myself in the awful, awful weather and everything else. I did my civic duty. Well, good, Woo! good, good deal. Well, listen. Yes, woo, and I voted for none other than the pastor, Martin Houston. Woo! And I know he appreciates that. I know he appreciates that. Thank you, uh, Julie. Hey, there, uh, there was 
there was no question about it. When I found out he was running, I knew who the man was. I um, do not, I'm not a member of his church. I do not, um, you know, go there, but I do on Facebook. Um, he has, I, I do his live um, Sunday service yep. every Sunday. Yep. And this man has absolutely brought me out of the dark and to the light. And he would be, he would be the best thing for Tuscaloosa at this point. Well, you know, I, and, I'm, I, I'm a believer of the gospel uh, by no means. I, I'm, I'm not embarrassed. But let me, let, let, let me say this, Julene. There's no way I could do a pastor's work. That there's just no way that I could do what those guys are able to do. It takes a special person uh, to step by somebody at a funeral or in a hospital bed and, and, and lift people up. And if you can do that, you can serve in a lot of different ways. I don't have that type of uh, emotional stamina. Uh, you know, just, I, dude, I'd collapse, man. I, and right. so. Uh, I have respect for uh, our ministers and what these guys do because they they do a lot of lot of lot of areas, lot of areas. So when you bring it up, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yes, sir. And he has, um, I don't know. It's just it's just his presence, just something about him, um, uh, you know. And I don't get to talk to Martin or see Martin, but just his sermons on Sunday um, just really touched my heart and has been such a support for me for the last um going on nine months now um with my situation but i voted for him and i just know that god's in control and i hope that um he will be our next mayor and um he's a wonderful man and i also want to wish coach Stallings a happy 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 birthday Happy 86th birthday today, and he's another wonderful man. Yes, he is. And yes, he is. Happy birthday, Coach Stallings. Hey, Julian, i got to get to Dabo. I'm going to replay the interview. Can you give me a score of Alabama and Auburn? I want, yeah, I'm going to be a buzzard, yes, today, and I'm going to say 85, Alabama, 74, um, Auburn. Okay. And I'm going to go 85. Uh, 34%. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. 85, 74, 34%. Julian, I wasn't trying to rush. I'm just trying to get the dab over <laughs> Yes, here. sir. And one more thing. I, tell them to take them birds and stick them where the Yeah, stick them, stick them birds. Come on. Come on, Ludeman. Come on. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I saw Dr. David Williams today, and he uh, is awesome. Okay? And um, he loves you and Martin dearly. So, well, thank there you. you. Go. Thank you, Ju Hey, roll tight to you, Juline. Thank you, thank God you, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Bye. Right back to you. Blessings back to you. Uh, we'll go. We're gonna go to the Dabo interview. We're gonna replay that coming up here in just a couple of seconds. If you missed it, it's Tide109.com, but you're gonna be able to hear it. Uh, if you didn't hear it, it'll be a refreshing conversation. And then James Ludeman, you got title talk tonight. Yes, sir. It's seven o'clock. Seven to ten. Lord, how mercy! Three hours. Oh yeah, we do three hours every Tuesday okay. and Thursday. All right, so it's so it's three hours. What you got on tap? So tonight's show is actually kind of a. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun tonight because we thought we were we were off. You know, canceled. So we didn't prepare as much. But I think honestly, Ryan, those are the best shows. Uh, when, when when you go just ad lib. Yeah, just ad lib. And but Thursdays are big show. If I can promote that, 
Landon Dickerson at six. Oh, look at you. Yeah, okay. I got him, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then uh, Amanda Scarborough from ESPN talking softball with us uh, as well. I so I don't know a lot about Amanda. Amanda's but, uh, great. Landon, Landon fired up. Six o'clock on Thursday, you said? Yes, sir. Okay, so it's Thursday at six. Remind me, and I'll promote that. I just, uh, in, in my mind, got a lot of things rolling through. Uh, go out and vote. You still got about 30 minutes. Actually, got about 40 minutes. If you want to go out and vote, um, uh, do go out and consider that. We will continue. We'd love to get you a part of the program, and uh, they'll be coming up. Title Talk, 7 o'clock. We're going to replay this Dabo conversation here. Uh, reminding you that we call this program the game of the only with the win. The big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Title Talk at 7. Dabo, we're going to replay the interview next here on Tide 100.9. This is a Tuscaloosa Thread election update brought to you by Red Oak Credit Union. With two convenient locations, Veterans Memorial Parkway across from University Mall and our Northport location on McFarland Boulevard across from Dixie Automotive. Now, here's Town Square Media Tuscaloosa's News Director, Don Hartley. Good evening, I'm Don Hartley with 2021 Tuscaloosa Municipal Election Coverage brought to you by Red Oak Credit Union, a full-service credit union. Polls remain open till 7 o'clock tonight in seven locations across Tuscaloosa as voters elect a mayor, city council, and board of education. So if you've not cast your ballot yet, you still have time on the way home to stop by the polling place in your district. In District 1, it's the TDOT building on 28th Avenue. In District 2, the McDonald Hughes Center. In District 3, it's the Church of the Highlands. In District 4, Calvary Baptist Annex. District 5, it's out Alberta Baptist. District 6, at the Belk Activity Center. And East McFarland Baptist is hosting District 7 balloting. Political science professor Gibbs Knotts believes Thomas Jefferson was correct when he stated local elections are the most important because they have a direct impact on you and your family. From your, your property taxes to how the criminal justice system operates uh, to uh, all kind of local issues that really affect our day-to-day. -day. Stay tuned. When the polls close at 7, we'll have the complete returns right here and on TuscaloosaThread.com. I'm Don Hartley with continuing Tuscaloosa Municipal Election coverage brought to you by Red Oak Credit Union on Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Red Oak Credit Union is proud to sponsor Tuscaloosa City election coverage. At Red Oak Credit Union, we are locally owned and operated. Our credit officers are here to help you with your borrowing needs. Come see us at Red Oak Credit Union to learn about how we can save you big money on your loan with our loan recapture program. At Red Oak Credit Union, we have two convenient locations to serve your needs. Veterans Memorial Parkway across from University Mall and our Northport location, McFarland Boulevard across from Dixie Automotive. Don't wait for an out-of-town local officer to approve your loan. Let Red Oak Credit Union handle all of your needs from car loans to home mortgages and business banking needs. If you mention hearing this message, you can become a free member at Red Oak Credit Union. To learn more about your local credit union, check us out at redoakcu.com. That's redoakcu.com. Red Oak Credit Union is dedicated local people serving customers in Tuscaloosa and Northport. Remember to mention this message and become a free member today. That's Red Oak Credit Union, located in Tuscaloosa and Northport, ready to serve you. It's awesome, you're having fun. Have some fun, man. Talking Alabama Crimson Tide football on Alabama Tradition with Martin Houston and Ryan Fowler in Tuscaloosa on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Welcome back to Tuscaloosa. I hope you're having a great day. Yeah, man. Hope you all doing well. Appreciate yeah. It. Hope everything's going good in T-Town. No, it is. I mean, we're only like uh, 74 degrees. So, uh, you know, God loves nice. us with this weather. Yeah, it's uh, nice. after that hard freeze a couple of weeks ago. Yep. That's good. Uh, now, I want to look back at the uh, season. I'm just kind of curious from a leadership standpoint. Uh, go back to one year ago. Well, it's almost about 11 months uh, what did you learn about trying to manage COVID and to try to keep your team focused on the task at hand? Oh man, I, yeah, everything I learned, um, I put in a, I put in a box and uh, taped it all up and boxed it up, and I hope I never have to open it again. <laughs> uh, sure, <laughs> sure, absolutely. Because you know it was just kind of un, uncharted territory for everyone. You know, dealing with a pandemic and and things like that that none of us, uh, you know, ha- have dealt with uh, in in my lifetime anyway. So uh, it was uh, it was you know uh, an incredible challenge. Uh, but one of the things that <clears throat> I told our team early on is, hey, hey, we're built for this. You know, we're one of the programs that has the type of culture and the type of leadership and the type of commitment uh, that that will end up and win the day for us. This will either be a competitive advantage or a competitive disadvantage. And, uh, you know, it was even for us, and, and we do have a, a strong culture and we've been together a long time, And but it was an incredible challenge. But at the end, just just like I said earlier, you know, our culture won the day and we had a we had a great season. I mean, you know, a lot of people didn't think we would play and we played 12 games. Um and we won ten and uh, won our league, um, and only three power sixty-five teams had won ten games. Only three teams in the whole, you know, whole power sixty-five. Sixty-five teams won won ten games, and that was us and Alabama and, and Notre Dame. So you know, it's hard to win ten plus any year, but to do it in a year like that with all the challenges, week in and week out, and question marks and unknowns and those type of things, I just was super proud of our team and our leadership, our staff, administration, and all of our medical people. Um, I mean, it was just, uh, it was, it was a challenge, but it was awesome to see everyone rise to the occasion and do what we uh, needed to do uh, to give ourselves the best chance to play a season and, and week in and week out and certainly didn't end the way we wanted it to. That's for sure. But, you know, it really never does unless you, you win it all. Uh, but man, what a what a what a beautiful team and, and a and a great year and uh, something we'll never forget. You know that's for sure. Uh, super proud of of what they were able to accomplish. Well, and I remember playing audio clips from you back in the summer of just having a uh, optimistic view of saying, you know, hey, we're going to get through this. We're we're and you described uh, moments. I believe you reflected on on some of the battles that this country has been through, and you you said, hey, we're going to make it through this, guys. We're, we're that's my faith. It's we're going to look ahead, and we're going to we're going you know we may have some challenges, but I remember playing your audio, and it was kind of refreshing to hear that. Well, I mean, that's just how I approach everything is through through a foundation of faith, and you know, sometimes that doesn't make sense to 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 people and that's okay but you know that's just how i that's how i go about it uh you know and you know i've just always um you know believe in the best and i'm optimistic that way and uh it's not that you don't recognize the the challenges uh but i just knew that 
You know, we, we had a lot of smart people working on things, not just in this country, but all over the world. And, and then, but more importantly, uh, you know, I just had faith that God would, would, uh, would, would, you know, give us the opportunity to do something that we love to do. And, and just thankful that, that it all worked out that way. Uh, it was, a, again, uh, incredible year of challenge, but, you know, it, it, when there, when there's no, if there's, if there's no challenge, there's no change, you know, there's no growth. And I think, uh, I think we've grown, all grown a lot, you know, over this past year and certainly still uh, a lot more ahead, but, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a, a unbelievable experience that, you know, I'll never forget. Dabo, I don't want Coach Stallings to get this uh, archived audio, but um, I, I want to ask you, you know, when you look at football currently, because the defensive side of the football, you still got to be able to play, but you look at the offensive game that we've turned into, you've got to be able to score points to win football games. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, you know, I've, 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 you know, for a long time, you know, years, you know, when I was coming up, you know, people said, you know, defense wins championships, you know, and, and offense just screws it up. That was kind of, you know, the era I grew up in, you know, you, you, you move the ball and you try to score or kick it for a score. And if you don't do that, you, you punt it out there and, and see if make the other team go 80. And, and, uh, you know, if you're great on defense, you know, and you used to win those games, you know, 17, to 14, 10 to seven and 13 to 10 and, you know that was football for a long, long, long time. Uh, but you know, it, it, it teams win championships. You know, it's not you, you know defense doesn't win championships. Teams win championships. I mean, you, you can you know you can go back to our first national championship here against Alabama there in, in, in Tampa. I mean, what an unbelievable team they were. And and hey, we we go and and, and take the lead, and we've got a chance to win the game. And they've got like a I don't know a third and like. 18 or 20 or something and then they they make some miraculous play and get it to like fourth and one or two and they go for it and get it and they throw a double pass and next thing you know Jalen Hurts runs for 50 yards well you know our offense has to go out defense is on the sideline and there's there's two minutes left in the game and our defense is on the sideline watching watching that offense go down you know but had our defense earlier in the game you know, when when we fumbled the ball, if they hadn't held them to the to a field goal, we wouldn't have been in the position to win the game at the end. So, point is, teams win championships. It takes all three phases in today's world to win, and it's just the way it is. But but you definitely, you know, the way the the way uh, the the styles of attack are offensively, the way the rules are, uh, you know, you, points are going to be scored, and and you have to be able you know, to score points and, uh, and, and, and get stops and those type of things. But, you know, it's, it's, you don't see many of those 10 to sevens anymore. And I don't think you will, uh, you know, for a while, but it's fun. You know, college football sure. has evolved. Uh, these players are incredible athletes on both sides of the ball. And, and it's fun to, to, you know, see the game, you know, grow and evolve. And, and you know, I think fans love seeing points and, and if you can't uh, if you can't score, it's going to be hard to to win consistently. We're talking to Dabo Swinney, the head coach at Clemson. Uh, coach, I want to go back to 1992 because as an outsider, I look at that team and that fraternity that was created 
uh, that bond that you guys, I mean, I, I don't know if it, if it looks that way to you guys from inside, but outside, uh, that was probably one of the closest teams I've ever had a chance to cover. And I've been doing radio for 20 years uh, here in yeah. Tuscaloosa. I, I've never seen a team that was as close as that 92 team. Yeah, and, you know, it, 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 it re- we really were and still are. I mean, if you – I promise you, if, if we all got together, some of those guys are up here with me at Clemson, if, if, if we all got together right now uh, and you put us in a room – Man, it, it would it would it'd be like we were together last week. I mean, that was the type of, of bond that we had, and that's what football does. And it, it develops those type of relationships and brotherhood and and friendships for life. Uh, we've had you know some reunions along the way. Uh, I mean, I, I stay in touch with so many of those guys. So many of those guys, you know, stay in touch with me. I've had a chance to coach some of the ki- some of their kids uh, over the years and so forth, and. Couple of them are on, on there. A couple of my teammates there, their kids are up here playing for me now, and you know, just lifelong relationships, and that and that's what this game is all about. It really is, uh, and it's the journey. We had an incredible journey, but w- one of the cool things about that team, you know, we, we had a great. I was a senior. We had a great senior class, but you know, we we had gone. Uh, we had a coaching change in, in our sophomore, sophomore year. Coach Stallings came in there in '90. And uh, y'all, everybody remembers we started out zero and three, and and uh, and then and then the next year we went eleven and one. We got smashed down there at Florida in the second game, but we go eleven and one, and we really we really were a confident group. And we come back the next year, and you know not many people thought we were going to win the national championship, but I mean, we go thirteen and zero. But and, and we win it all. It was the centennial year at Clemson of, of Alabama football, and that was that was so cool to be a part of that. And, and we, we not only win it all, but you know, you know, for Alabama to go win it now, well, I mean, that's great. Anytime you can do that, it's an incredible accomplishment. But you've got to take yourself back to 1992, all right? And the era that we were in at that time. At that time, Alabama hadn't won a national championship since '79, and I mean, that's like you know Moses wandering through the desert for 40 years. Okay, uh, you know, it's not like it is now where they you know win it every other year or, or whatever. Uh, I mean, this this we we were a team that did something that had not been done in a long time at Alabama since the seventies, and and it, so you know it was just a an incredible uh, journey and accomplishment, and we overcame so many challenges, and and then you you look at you know playing in that first SEC championship game, and and you know I mean you, everything on the line I mean. You know, Miami's sitting at home watching, and we got to go play this thing called a championship game, a conference championship game against a great Florida team, uh, and to find a way to win that game. I mean, it was just a team that was not going to be denied, and and that comes through. And I, and I saw that, and, and to be honest, I saw that in Alabama's team this year. You know, there was a – you could just tell that there was uh, great chemistry and great leadership and, and just a belief in each other and a – we're not going to be denied mentality. And when you can be, have that, it's really special. And we, we had that. And people have asked me many times over the years, like, what what was, like, your greatest moment, you know, uh, as a player? And, and you know, I mean, I, I, every time I got a chance to suit up, it was a great moment for me, you know. But it wasn't a, a play or anything like that. And, 
you know, even had a sack in the in the SEC championship game, sacked the punter. That's one of my claims to fame, by the way. <laughs> wow, the, I did the not big, know that. The, yeah. the, lar- the largest, the the biggest tackle for loss of the year, or whatever you know, like how many yards, like minus twelve or whatever it was. It wasn't Curry. It wasn't Copeland. It was Sweeney. Make sure you know, and 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 you know, I'll make sure I cite that. that. I will do that. Okay, okay. Yeah, and you, I'm embarrassed because that out, that's right? that's my favorite. That out. Yeah, that's my favorite yeah. championship season. So I'm embarrassed that I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. In the in the in the uh, in the coldest game of my life to this day there in, in Birmingham, but 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 people ask me like what's what's the favorite moment, and to me, it was just being in the locker room after we won it all and just celebrating with your brothers, your friends, those relationships, and and what we were able to accomplish, and we really didn't know at the time, but here we are. I don't know how many you know we're closing in on thirty years. I mean, and it seems like yesterday. And I'm telling you, if you got that group of guys together right now today, it would be that way. And you know, that's special. That that is special. And that's what that's what's so awesome about this game. And that's why football is such a a needed thing in our world because it does. It it, it unites. It brings people together. Man, I would have never had a chance to to you know uh, meet Lemansky Hall, who's now on my staff from Valley, Alabama. You know, I mean, this game brought us together and created a relationship that, you know, and all those guys, it brought us together and that team, those challenges and those coaches. Uh, and now here we are 30 years later and we still have a strong bond. Uh, so just really uh, thankful that, that the good Lord blessed me to be a part of it and, you know, uh, to learn how to work, you know, to learn how to believe in myself. And, you know, I, I was, I, you know, there, I was, a, I wasn't a walk on. I was a b- notch below that, and and you know, went from a crawl on to a walk on to a scholarship player to a letterman to to a coach, and and to have a chance to do that in the program that you know I dreamed of being a part of as a kid was it's just something I'll never forget. But I just I learned how to work, I learned how to win, I learned how to believe, and a lot of those things came through my relationships with my teammates and through their encouragement. And, and, you know, things like that. And that's, that's what makes this game special. And, you know, just, uh, you know, again, uh, always fun to reflect on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I got hair standing up on my arm as you're sharing those memories because an outsider, we kind of see that, but we don't ever have a lot of chance to hear that inside story. Uh, you guys have a lot of success. We, we follow you guys, whether it's, uh, you know, Jay Barker on the same station or just uh, guys that – uh, have success. Uh, Mart Houston is a local guy that is running for mayor of Tuscaloosa. I don't know if we've got any politicians out of that 92 crowd, but uh, <laughs> we may hear in a couple of days. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it doesn't surprise me. You know, I mean, we'd have taken a poll back, uh, back, you know, in, in the nineties there, we, Martin would have been, you know, one of the main guys that we would all, you know, whether he wanted to do it or not, we'd have probably voted him in as mayor anyway. Uh, you know, Martin was always one of those guys a little more mature than everybody else. You know, he just was, he just always was a little further along uh, than the rest of us. You know, he was just such a great guy, always about his business. I mean, he was an awesome teammate. And, you know, he was married early. And I remember he would bring his son. To, we used to, we used to have to meet with Coach Stallings on Thursday mornings. Uh, I believe it was Thursday mornings. We'd meet at 7 a.m. at Bryan Hall for breakfast with Coach Stallings. You know, and you'd, we'd always fight to see who could get the seats kind of at the far end, you know, because got up there close to him. I mean, he was going, you know, you just, 
you were an easy target. Uh, so, but Martin would would bring his son uh, to to those breakfasts, and you know he just he was just a guy that, like I said, just always so mature, uh, always had a smile on his face, just had a great spirit to him. I mean, a great spirit, and and, and so you know it wasn't a surprise, and, and such a man of faith, and it wasn't a surprise that he went on to become a pastor. And uh, you know he was a great football player, and you know that's another one of my my memories as well. You know, my first play ever as a player, I got in the game versus Southern Miss in 1989, my redshirt freshman year. They, you know, we were killing them, so they're going to put me in my first ever play. Uh, they were in a toss to my side, and I'm out there trying to salt block. I believe Martin Houston ran slap over me from behind. <laughs> and uh, I, I'd never been so excited to be run over by my own guy in my life. But but I just I love Martin. I mean, he's just – He's just an easy guy to be around. Like I said, a great human being, a great man of faith, a great father, a great husband, and uh, you know he was a mentor to 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 everyone back in those days. You know he just had a different level of maturity to him and a, and a different spirit than you know your typical you know twenty twenty one year old. And not surprised at all that he's he's uh you know uh, seeking and being promoted for a leadership position there and. And it'd be cool to see him have that opportunity. Coach, final thing. Uh, Coach Stallings will turn 86, excuse me, Tuesday. Uh, matter of fact, that'll be election day here in uh, Tidia, Tuscaloosa. But can, can you sum it up what Coach Stallings means to you? And I, I know we don't want to stretch too much of the interview. You've already given me more time than I've asked for. Uh, but I want to honor Coach Stallings. Uh, he'll be 86. I talked with him earlier this morning. Uh, he's as spirited as ever. Uh, but it's awesome to be able to celebrate a guy like Coach Stallings. Well, it is, and uh, you know he's, you know, pretty simple. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Gene Stallings. There's just no no other way to say it. You know, there's two people, Gene Stallings and Woody McCorvey. You know, that believed in me, and I'm not here if it wasn't for someone believing in me. You know, Woody McCorvey, you know, stood on the table, believed in me as a player, gave me the opportunity to play as a sophomore, and Coach Stallings supported that. Coach Stallings gave me a scholarship. And then I and then he you know let me know real quick I wasn't good enough to play at the next level and said hey I think you'd be a great coach and I got a GA spot and you start in July mm-hmm. I really didn't I really had never thought about coaching uh, I was broke I needed to get out and I had a job lined up and 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 uh, you know I'd him hauled and I coach I, I don't he's like I said you start in July <laughs> and uh, and next thing you know I'm I'm in grad school getting my MBA and and starting a coaching career that I didn't even know that, that I wanted. And, uh, you know, and if it wasn't for coach, that doesn't happen. And, and his belief, and then, and then I GA'd for three years, and then he hired me full-time. And, and, and the funny story, it's just happened just, just recently, literally just recently. This is one of the greatest moments of my life happened February the 2nd, a couple weeks ago. So February 2nd, 1996, you know, I'm looking for a job. I had just finished being a GA. I graduated with my MBA, and I'm ready to go run my own room. I'm ready to have my own recruiting area. I'm ready to go. I'll go wherever, Alaska, doesn't matter. And we didn't get to go to a bowl game that year in 95, and so I had been in Birmingham cleaning gutters. I used to clean people's gutters all the time. I had been in Birmingham cleaning gutters every day, trying to make some money and trying to find a job. And, you know, then I go to the convention, and, trying to get a job and and 
Next thing you know, coach kind of shuffles his staff, and there's a spot open on his staff. Well, I know I'm not getting that job, but I'm looking for a job. And next thing you know, uh, his secretary wanted me to come see him February, February 2nd, 1996. And uh, I'll never, ever forget it. That's Groundhog Day. Yes, I was right? just thinking and the so same thing. It's Groundhog Day, and so I, I go to his office, and I walk in, and I sit down, and, you know, I sit over there. And, of course, you know, coach has got an intimidating presence, and, and he just kind of said, sit down, Dabo. And so I sat down, and he proceeds to tell me that he said, hey, I'm, he said, you know, he said, uh, I, I need I need a young guy on my staff. And he said, you know, my staff's getting a little older. And he said, hey, I've, I've watched you for seven years. And, and he said, I want to hire you to coach my ends. And that's that's what he called receivers and tight ends in those days. And he said, I want to I want to hire you to coach my ends. He said, "Now, Dabo, I'm gonna pay you thirty-eight thousand. That's more than you're worth. But I know you'll do a great job. I'm gonna give you a car. And I mean, I'm like ready. To, I'm like, I'm just having one of those out-of-body moments. Like this is a life-changing moment. Like, are you kidding me? And and I mean, I just want to jump across the desk and 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 I and and I just I I, I just want to scream and tell everybody. And then he and then he hits me with, now let me tell you something. If I hear you got this job." Before I announce you got this job, you ain't got this job. <laughs> and I and I and I and I'm looking, I'm like, oh my and so he said, You can tell your bride and that's it. So I literally I mean I had to like threaten my marriage on this thing, you know, for Cass to not say anything and and uh, so I told Cass and it snowed that day, but but so I've, Groundhog Day's always been a big day and then here we are twelve days later, Valentine's Day, he announced it. And so those have always been two big days. So fast forward just a couple weeks ago, it was it was just on my spirit all day. You know, I woke up that morning and my wife was she gave me a kiss and she said, "Happy hiring day." You know, she's wow. that kind of was just a it was just a life changing moment for me. Sure. You know, all those years ago, and and I just was thinking about it all day. And it was about five thirty. I was driving home from work, and I said, "You know what? I'm gonna call Coach." And so sure enough, I called Coach and. Just to just to tell him thank you, you know, for giving me the opportunity uh, that he gave me all those years ago. And you know, ironically, uh, when I called him, he had he was kind of distraught. Now, I didn't even know his granddaughter was in football, but his baby granddaughter was working as, as a recruiting assistant or whatever at, at the University of Arizona, and uh, I didn't know that. And so we're just talking and. And and I and I didn't really get to tell him fully why I was calling, and he was telling me what was going on, and, and then and, and then I told him why I was calling, and I said, you know what I'm going to do, Coach? When I hang up this phone, I'm going to call Anna, Anna Kate, and I'm going to let her know she's got a job at Clemson. And uh, and I said, you know, because it just so happens we were looking for somebody, and I and I said. And here's what I'm gonna pay her. Now that's way more than she's worth, but I know she'll do a good job. <laughs> oh my heavens! And then I said, if I hear she gets this job before I announce she's got this job, she don't get this job. And so <laughs> that's a long story, but it was the greatest day. And I mean, coach, to hear the joy, because he's never even—I didn't even know he had it. And he's like, I would never ask you. And I said, you didn't ask me. I said, that's just the spirit. You know, it was on my spirit to call him. And and what a cool, cool moment for me. Twenty-five years later to be able to hire his 22-year-old granddaughter to come work for me at Clemson and help help her develop in her career the way he did for me 25 years ago. That's just a really 
was a cool moment for me. And so I, I'm not here if it wasn't for Gene Stallings. And uh, he's he's a he's a good man. He's as tough as they come. And uh, you know, just a, a become a great friend. He's a mentor for a long time. He was my boss, but he he's a great friend and and a great uh, resource and a cherished cherished man uh, for many. You know, especially people in the in the Alabama uh, family. And uh, you know what he did at Alabama was special. It really was, and I'm glad I had a chance to be a part of it. Hey, Dabo, thank you again. And, uh, you know, we celebrate, you know, what you've been able to accomplish. And uh, your story is amazing. Uh, I, I love to listen to those stories because I think it's very inspiring. Uh, but we do celebrate you and, and what you've been able to accomplish. And uh, continued success there. And uh, hopefully we cross paths uh, down the road. Thank you again for being a part of yeah, the Yeah, man. Hell, hell, hey, say hey to everybody in Tuscaloosa. And, and uh, congrats on a on an awesome year. And, and uh, you know, see Martin, give him a – Give him a big kick in the butt for me, and then give him a hug. I got uh, you. Tell him, tell him I love him. Cloudy and cold with periods of rain continuing this afternoon. The high today, 51. For tonight, rain ending with a low at 40. Tomorrow, becoming partly to mostly sunny, the high 62. And a beautiful day on Thursday, the sky's sunny, the high 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9.